We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is... This is... This is... This is... This is... With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm Giancarlo Navas here with Brian Goins. And later, join me, will join me, is Harrison Citrin and Jack Alfonso. Brian, we have good news for everybody. What is it? We have a, we have a new relaunch with cool stuff and a cool web design. I did not know that. How did you know that? Well, we're in charge, so. Oh, that's I would imagine. Right. Yeah, that's that's kind of uh, how these so things work. So it's not work. a secret anymore, right? We can. It's no more hush hush. Well, it's never been a secret. I've been tweeting about it for like two months already. <laughs> same thing with same thing with Jack and Harrison. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, we are Heat Beat uh, Miami website has is going through a relaunch and will be relaunching by the time it will be up uh, by the time you are able to hear this podcast, which in our time it would be in a couple hours. Um, we've, well, Brian, this is all, this is pretty much all Brian. He got, uh, a good friend of his to help us with the redesign. He's a very skilled, uh, web designer and he's completely changed the website not just, uh, aesthetically, but we're going to have, uh, a bigger staff of writers. We're going to be putting content out every day. Um, not that our content was bad before, but it's going to be better. It's going to be more frequent. Uh, we're going to be more involved. We're going to do podcasts every Chang. week. He's the creative genius behind all of this. Um, I mean, you will see his name on the bottom of the site, and it will actually give a direct link to his own website, brandchang.me. And uh, you can see all of his other great work that he's put together. And just, I can't thank him enough. I brought, I brought him the idea. Let's see. I moved here. July 31st of 2014 
I think maybe a week after we moved in, I started talking to him about this idea, and we didn't start getting ready to actually, like, implement any of this, so we didn't even design or just, we didn't talk about it for months until about April of this year, and from April on, he's been, uh, he's been on a, a, just a machine mode crack genius, I don't know what you want to call it, but he's just crazy, and I can't think he's of He's a cyborg? Yeah, yeah, he is, and he's actually working cyborg on Brandon. right now. At the moment, he is finishing up no, the site right now. So, what Brandon so, has done has been like terrific. So we owe Brandon a beer and dinner and lots of stuff because it's been really amazing. <laughs> and for everybody, like I know when we first launched a website, uh, we were very infrequent about updating it. Uh, now we were making it a point; uh, it will be treated as if it was a normal publication. We have deadlines. We will get things up uh, daily. Uh, you know, you, despite how challenging it might be, uh, when we're understaffed and we're all basically the whole staff brand, we're all college students. A lot of us journalism and mass communication students. So like I work full time, I go to school full time and this is also part of my life. So we want you, the audience to know that this is important to us and we're going to be giving you podcasts, uh, weekly, probably every Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, depending on who's on the show because we're going to have a bigger variety of guests, uh, guest co-hosts. We're hoping to have uh, some some outside guests from the Heat Beat uh, community like some writers, some broadcasters, maybe even some players uh, that we're working on. So things, things are different. Things are going to change. And this is just my way and Brian's way of introducing what we're going to be doing. I mean, listen, when we first started this off, what year, 2013, during the Pacers Eastern Conference Finals of that second championship run, we, we didn't imagine we'd be making a news website. We were doing it from an blog. iPad in my kitchen. Yeah, we did it from my iPad, and, and I remember your mom passing by, making sure not yeah, my, to make any noise, and just, it, it was horrible, in the kitchen. horrible recording environment, and, and then we moved to that stupid weight room studio that you had in your... Oh, I love the weight room studio. And it was always funny because... Yeah, we had the blanket covering me and you. Brian would try to set up the stupid weight room studio and (laughs) I would just be on YouTube watching whatever I wanted because Brian was the sound guy. I was like, oh, I watch videos on everything. I watched a documentary. Do you remember that? I watched Super Smash documentary. Yeah, we watched that. While you were setting up. And we watched... um, (laughs) What was that video on corduroy pants and... NPR, NPR, sports NPR. Oh, the NPR, the sports NPR. Yeah, yeah. that was the worst show we've ever done. <laughs> if if you if you, if, if you, if you remember listening to the so show, yeah, because so Brian and I had watched like this this funny video on like what sports NPR radio would sound like, and um, it's just like you know it uh, sounds like this. Um, Dwayne Wade, he's good at basketball and. Um, his fashion sense, Brian. Would, like it was like stuff like like they'd speak with that cadence and stuff, and then we had been watching and like imitating it, and then by the time we did the show, like it zapped our energy. Oh, oh! I just remember one other good moment. Guile steam. Oh, guile steam. Well, this is not a best of. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Brian's reminiscing of the weight room. That was a good moment. Good times in that um, weight room. But just just to think back, how we started off from a, a simple tiny iPad, and I mean, I can imagine most people don't even have the money to buy an iPad. But from what you we started off, it's, it's horrible to use for podcasting just because the microphone input is is crap. Brian, you're you're literally boring everybody. 
Well, I'm just saying this is what what we went through. Brian, stop being a narcissist. This is about the people. And by the way, when I say this is about the people and talking about being a narcissist, I wish you can see how I'm recording right now. Uh, can you see me, Brian? Uh, no. The only thing I see right now is a simple <laughs> little hang-up button and a microphone. In oh, I am leaning back in my chair with my feet up, holding the microphone in my hand. Listen, when you're in radio, you know. Regardless, <laughs> enough about us. Uh, no, but we did. We did want to. Um, we are going to get to heat talk uh, right now, but it's just it was just a way of Brian and I to greet you guys into the new podcast, a new website, kind of tell you guys what we're going to be about and uh, what you could expect from us. And uh, Brian's going to leave here in a second, and I'm going to bring on Harrison and Jack. We're going to talk some basketball. Absolutely. So basically, guys, when you do look at the site, just take a look around and just play around with everything that we have there. Right now, it's still pretty minimal. There's a lot of upgrades to come. Uh, we do have a box score feature that is uh, launching within the coming months. We're actually working with an EPI service to give us um, live scores Yawn. On, on the heat. Uh, wow, that sounds thanks. boring. No, 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 thanks, because we work we really hard on that feature. You EIPs, know? I, dude, I don't know. Just make the box score work, man. Okay, that's what we're doing. Don't tell the listeners about that. All right, now Brian has to well, go. there's a lot of features, okay? And, uh, so no, no, Brian no, no, has. No. I wait, let, I let me talking. finish. I'm the goddamn host. No, 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 Brian, no, no, no. Brian has to go, but Brian needs to get his sports opinion in. So we are bringing back uh, the most beloved segment. Brian's time to shine. Brian, you have one minute to uh, to give a sports opinion on the Heat and their season. Go! And now it's time for Brian's time to shine. Brian's got 60 seconds on the clock. Talk about anything she wants. Here's your co-host, Brian Goings. So the Miami Heat, you've heard everything from all those prognosticators from your stupid nylon calculus and your stupid 538. Well, they can shove it right in their freaking face because you know what? The Heat are going to be in the Eastern Conference can you, Finals. Can you have a better opinion? First. No. Why are you, that's why are you talking opinion. like that? Stop talking like that. Stop interrupting. This is my time to shine. Not your time to shine. You had your time to shine already. 25 uh, seconds. Let's pass. You're going to read a story tomorrow that's going to basically describe why the Heat will win approximately 45 games. And I believe they will go into the Eastern Conference Finals during this coming playoffs. And I don't, these, I don't, these there's, coming there's, playoffs. Yeah, these coming playoffs, whatever. <laughs> 15 and, uh, seconds left. <clears throat> read the articles on the site. We're trying really hard to give you guys some really good, smart, cutting-edge content. Five. And four. Three, if you guys want to write for the site, just send an email one, to heatbemimi.com. We're accepting inquiries right to now. Yeah, if you're interested in writing, please uh, either tweet us at genavis103 and yours is... By Brian Goings. Okay, but so But honestly, just tweet us at MIA Heapy. You want to get that going more, I think. Yeah, fo- fo- follow, the, uh, follow the Twitter account. We will tweet out of it during games. We'll have fun. We are Heat Twitter. We are fun. Now, Brian... Amps Gray, go to class, go be responsible. I will now bring in Jack and Harrison. So now I bring in Harrison Citrin, who I said his name right, and Jack Alfonso. Gentlemen, welcome. Hey. Thanks for having us. Brian wanted a gas bag before we had to go, and he wanted to talk. 
because he was he felt left out. So now it's us. We're the A team. He's gonna get so mad when he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, all right. <laughs> what a clunky start. And for those of you who are new, this is a Heat Beat podcast. Um, as you heard uh, a second ago, this is our relaunch, and you will learn that we wander a lot, and we try to do uh, sports talk a little different. So, to get things started, tomorrow, tomorrow's fun day. It's uh, Heat Charlotte to open the season. I guess I'm going to go to Jack first, and I want to do this. Um, I don't want a prediction, but I, I kind of want to know, are you comfortable with their starting lineup? Because I think that's been the main thing in preseason. Um, am I comfortable with it as a concept or them going into game one with the starting lineup? Them going because, into game one with this lineup. Okay, well... Not exactly, because I don't think they have it all together yet. I think it's going to take some time for them to figure things out. Well, like, it it's talented enough. It's, it's going to be good enough. But it's going to, like, there's going to be a lot of kinks in the offense. Isn't that weird? Because, like, all they're adding is Chris Bosh from last year, who would supposedly make the offense run better because he spaces the floor and does a thousand things. Well, he will eventually, or he should, in concept. But, um... I mean, <laughs> he's a big piece to add in. He's not like a little contributor. <laughs> Just ignore the fact that you're fun. You got to get in the ball. <laughs> That's a rookie mistake. I thought I had it on silent. That's my bad. We, we all. <laughs> we, uh, we are off to a flying start. Woo. Yeah, this is going I don't like the starting fights. Wow, that was so. Okay, so that, go, you go, Harrison. What do you think? Um, I just, you know, I'm very cliche, so I don't think it matters who starts, it's who finishes. So if they put out the lineup and it's not going that well, they'll make adjustments. I think a lot of people want to replace uh, Gerald Green with Luol Deng, but I think you're going to need Green's contributions off the bench. And I think eventually these guys can get it together. I think, like Spo's saying, all the team really needs is time. There was that quote in the preseason he, that he said that he would pay to give these guys more time together, and I think that's really all it's going to take. So, well, if the first kind of screwed them um, in the preseason, that hurt too. But it's more—it's just going to take—it's going to take maybe one or two weeks to get the you know to get them really flowing together and get the chemistry back. And I really don't think it's going to be so bad. Uh, I think with the third team in the East. Uh, even if things don't go all that well. So, yeah, that's my prediction early on. And they haven't – the starting lineup hasn't even – I mean, what is it? It's been not even a game, like uh, uh, like less than 48 minutes together on the court. Um, so – but I guess my main concern is it's not really and, – and, okay, I want to go into this subject a little bit. Why are people so concerned about the defense? Because I'm not, and I don't think you guys are either. I am a little bit. I mean, Stoudemire is not exactly a great on, center wait, wait, for the... this idea that Stoudemire is going to be a big part of the team? Stoudemire is going to be like the guy that doesn't play a lot. But who else do you have? You have Chris Anderson, who's what, like 56? And then you have... He's better than Stoudemire. Who else do you have? Udonis Haslam playing but center? And I love Udonis Haslam, but he's not going to play a lot of games at center. But it's not like it's not like uh, Amari's going to play a lot of minutes that it's going to hurt you and it's going to be a detriment. 
I don't know. I mean, it just really depends how Spo sets up the lineups, and I think a lot of it depends on how Justice and Josh Richardson look defensively just the rookie season. Well, they I think you're going to be relying on Justice a lot. Harrison, I don't know if you want to interject, but they seem, at least those two seem fine on that end of the floor. I mean, I'm not too worried about the... Oh. That was a long pause. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you go, Harrison. Uh, I'm, it's, it's only because my... I don't know if my internet's cutting out or whatever, but... Um, I'm not too worried about the defense. I think Spoh's just kind of done like hockey lineups in the preseason where the starting five goes in and then a new five comes in after that. So I think if you mix the lineups, you make sure Whiteside's on the floor at some time or Bosch and you have a rim protector, uh, you're not going to have too much of an issue. I guess people are worried about out on the wings. That's what Winslow comes off the bench to do. He'll shut down whoever he comes in to guard. Um, I don't think defense is going to be much of an issue with this During team. During the preseason, they, the Heat have had a defensive rating of 95, which is really, really good. Yeah, yeah it's preseason. I think people are freaking out because they haven't seen the Heat for a while, and Heat Twitter's really good at freaking out. So People are saying that the defense is going to be – I think Zach Lowell extensively wrote about how the defense is going to be a problem. And I, I'm always thinking, like, McRoberts is a good defender – and so is Bosch, and so is Whiteside. And I think Big Bobs and Bosch had a defensive rating of like 90 last year when they were on the court together. And I imagine they're going to play a lot of minutes together. And when we were talking about the bigs, we didn't even mention uh, McRoberts. So I don't even see where Stoudemire is going to see a lot of time. They they had a good defensive rating last year when they brought in Drogic when Bosch went down. So you're talking about a guy who's one of the best – Bosch is one of the best pick-and-roll defenders in the NBA. So you're putting him back into the lineup with a team that already is pretty good defensively. If you give Stoudemire a few minutes where you're not getting much on the other end, it's fine. What So what if he comes in and they – so what if he comes in and there there's you know uh, what do you call it um, trading baskets whatever it's not going to be in for he's going to be in for 15 minutes max. God, I, I want to interrupt. Um, there's I just saw a picture on Twitter of Chris Bosh uh, standing and then the caption is the greatest power forward in the league, and then right next to Chris Bosh is LeBron, and then the following sentence says and some guy in a Chalmers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good troll job. Oh, I'm sorry, that was so funny. I had to laugh. Do we still hate him? I don't know what are we, what are we supposed to do. Do we still hate him? Do I never hated him? But are we Chalmers or LeBron? Chalmers? Oh, both. That's a good. That's a good question. Well, let's start well, with, with Chalmers. Everybody still hates him. With LeBron, play. I mean, except for me and like five other people, you're, you're maybe. Man, you're, we're, we're we're team Chalmers. And then LeBron. I mean, I think, like, half of the people from Team Petty last year are, like, quitting it. And then there's still, like, some Team Petty people, like, going strong. Yo, I love so. Team Petty. Team Petty's my favorite. Like, when, like, little Team Petty seeps out of a tweet, it's the best. It's funny to an extent. <laughs> it's funny. It's, I still, yeah. I still it's like funny. it. I'm not... It's funny when they know what they're doing. What are you saying, Arizona? I still like Team Petty. I, I think I'm still on it. I'm not as, uh, you know, eccentric as I was last year. But if you're asking about Chalmers, I mean, I think Chalmers is going to be traded at the deadline. I think but I think both Richardson and McRoberts can do what Chalmers does for the team. I guess, I guess it will depend on how well the three-point shooting is because that's kind of what they're depending Chalmers on to do is shoot the three when he comes off the bench. Um, otherwise, Chalmers is really replaceable. We've talked about this before. Even Jack and I agreed that it was probably time to move Chalmers. So, 
Um, yeah, it's time as well, but and only because of what you're saying, just because there are other people that can do his job for cheaper. Um, Jack looks like like I put words in his mouth. Though, do you want to do you want to clarify? Do you not agree with? You're making faces. I mean, I kind of agree to an extent, but I think he's going to be a bit. He could be. I should clarify a big part of them competing this year. Um, Ethan Skolnick kind of talked about it a little bit um, on another podcast. He talked about kind of with the problems with the starting lineup and how Dragic doesn't necessarily fit well with the way dang Bosch Whiteside combo. Like how they should work to um, either put in Chalmers instead of Dragic early and have. Chalmers on the floor with them with Wade being the primary ball handler or put Dragic with like Gerald Green, Stoudemire, maybe like Justice and whoever and have them run and that'd be a good fit for them. Well, they can do these funny things. So, they can yeah. put Bosch at the five and McRoberts at the five and they can still run with big people and they can move the ball. Like that'll be, that'll be fun to see. Like instead of Stoudemire, you're going to have uh, Bosch and McRoberts in the front court with Winslow at the three or something, and then you have this lineup of really versatile bigs who can pass, who can dribble, who can do guard stuff, and yeah. that aren't won't be terrible defensively. Like I, I don't think we've seen everything this team can do. Because that have you guys seen that in the preseason? What I'm talking about? Yeah, there, there's so much versatility with these lineups. No, I mean, what I'm saying specifically uh, because I haven't seen it, and it might be because I haven't watched every minute of every game. But what I'm saying of the the Dragic. Bosch, um, Winslow, McRoberts, and some other young and Gerald Green like lineup because NBA.com doesn't have lineups for the preseason because they hate me. I, yeah, I, I don't know if that exact lineup has been out there, but it sounds like a lineup that can be utilized. And I, I agree with Jack. I mean, that could be something they do if they if they like Drogic with the second unit better because they can run more. My issue is that in the last five minutes in crunch time, you're going to want to have your starters on the floor. So they're going to have to find a way to make that lineup work. And uh, I think the key is letting Drogic run the show. I know I know Wade loves the ball in his hands. I love Dwayne Wade. He's my favorite player. I'm very happy he's back with the Heat. He needs he needs to let Drogic control the offense and needs to go more off the ball. That's going to make the team run better. That's going to make the Heat better. That's going to make him better. That's going to make this team think, a contender in the I East. I do think that's matchup dependent, what you're saying. And I don't disagree with you. I do think that is matchup dependent. I think there are going to be nights that... Dwayne's going to be able to eat some guys um, that aren't as good as him. If, if he's handling the ball and he has you know, guys off of it, I think he'll be able to do damage as well in some matches. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's, it's going to be a really interesting season for the Heat, for Spo, uh, for Riley, because if the team isn't clicking the way it should, Riley will make a move. This is... Um, just to tease my article a bit, this is a really good. Uh, this is a good chance for the Heat to make a to make a move in the East. Even though I think they're going to finish third in the standings, I think they could end up in the finals. So uh, it's going to be a really intriguing year to see what all of the moving parts do and what what everyone decides to do by the time. I don't think they're going to end up. In the yep. Do, what? Do you genuinely believe that they're going to make the finals or that they can't? They could. I don't think there's a chance in hell, man. I mean, Kyrie's, like, already out for a big <laughs> LeBron's getting shots in his back. I I think it only takes a major Cavs injury, and 
you might they be had in. A, they had two major injuries last year, and they made. The and we had 15, and our best player almost died. Yeah, but I mean, and they beat the Hawks, who who also were injured. But like, you act like Miami's not injury prone as well. So yeah, but no, no, but oh, you, I'm not saying a lot it won't take luck. Okay, but but uh, guys, look look at the East. Like, if you if you legitimately look at the East, you have obviously the Cavs are the front runner, but a lot they have to stay completely healthy for that to work. Um, the I mean, I guess the Bulls are second. You never, you never know with Derrick Rose. Do the Hawks not exist anymore? Losing Damari Carroll was what huge for them. Damari Carroll, you don't make. Toronto... Their, he was arguably their best player last no, year. Yeah, I mean, I think they're still going to be really good. So. Get out of here, best player, best what? all around he player. Was, he was the most important player on their Paul team. Millsap was the best player on that team, and it's not even close. I don't know for a stretch. Jeff T for a certain is stretch the second of time. best player on that team, and Kyle Korver's the third. Wait, what happened to Al Horford? Did he die? I forgot about him. I mean, I think for a certain stretch that of time, Demari really Carroll was arguably the most complete player on that team. He's very important to the team. I don't. You don't make maybe Toronto, not the best player, but the most important. Are you for making Toronto significantly better for getting him? Because I don't think people are doing that. I don't no, know that's necessarily that's think it works that way, though. I mean, it's just he was a great fit for the team. Like, who are you replacing with? No, I know. They're replacing him with like a like a wheel of Justin Holiday, um, Kent Bazemore, and who else? Dat, I forgot. The Dapman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I really think that the team in the, the the teams I like in the East that make more sense for a move is the Bucks or the Wizards. Those are teams I like. The Bulls are going to get injured. Uh, the Cavs. Listen, LeBron's not taking HGH this year, so that's going to be interesting Why to see how that works doing out. That? You're getting everybody on the internet mad. <laughs> and you're getting people I like on the internet mad at me because I'm, I'm associated with you. That's fine. I'm allowed to have crazy opinions. That's part of it's writing for a website where I can express myself. <laughs> you're just lobbing that so, all the time. Well, listen, the guys, he's getting older. Uh, he's been beaten up for years. Last year was crazy. I don't know why anyone doesn't look at the facts. Like, the guy went to Miami for two weeks because he was too skinny. Comes back, he looks like his monster self again. Like, this doesn't happen with normal. Very reckless. Well, listen, I'm allowed to be a little <laughs> reckless, okay? The rest of my li- the rest of my life is pretty much I, I run by the book. You're you know, I can be reckless on the internet. I should clarify on the Hawks right. thing. What, what, it's not that I don't anyway, think they're yeah. going to be very good. No, Jack, you you know what's funny is that Harrison's accusing LeBron of taking HGH, and that's not even the most, like, absurd thing said in the last five minutes when you said Damari Carroll was better than Paul Millsap. I didn't say that. I said for a stretch Demari he was Carroll definitely more important to the team. Yeah, for a while he was. For a stretch, Millsap was terrible for a little bit. For a stretch in Game Four of the 2012 NBA Finals, Mario Chalmers was a better player. Team than Paul Millsap, and that's true now. Mario Chalmers is a better player than D Wade right now. You want the internet to hate you? They already do. Jack, Jack the thing is, ultimate troll on the internet. They think you're serious. Tiago Splitter is amazing. Like, er, not yeah, amazing. I forgot about him. Tiago Splitter is very good. That's a great addition, but like. They still need that like wing defender, that major wing defender. Millsap's great. He's not necessarily. Oh, Thomas Evolush is great, but he's not Damari Carroll or what Damari Carroll was for that team. And plus, when they were operating best, the 60 win Hawks had both of them, which is part of why they're so great. Understood, but they also replaced um, him with Splitter, and they'll probably play a little different. 
They play different positions, I think. No, I, they, obviously they play different positions, but they're they're well coached. That guy's not an idiot on the sideline, and I'm sure that they'll make it work. They got I just don't think they're infallible, and I think the Heat could are definitely a contender to take them down. I'm not Hawks, saying the, Hawks, the Heat are definitely the Eastern Conference champions if the Cavs go down. I'm just saying they should definitely be one of the favorites. They are probably the most talented team after the Cavs. I'd say that. I mean, the Bulls, I don't think they're going to be good defensively. That's the thing. Hoiberg's already doing Miritich and Pau Gasol front court, which is not pretty. Does anybody inside. else, when you hear Hoiberg, do you think Zoidberg from Futurama? I think that a lot. Every time. That's, it constantly bobs in my head. I can't take it. I'm like, Hoiberg, Zoidberg. And then I think of it with the little pincers and him being an idiot. <laughs> I think he's a good coach. I just think it's completely different from Thibodeau, where it's going to be an offensive team instead of a defensive team. But they were at their best last year when they were scoring, when they were putting up points and they were running fast. Like, I think that which they'll be good. I'm just saying, there's gonna like the Heat could take them down if they're the Heat. We think they can be. I just think the Heat offense is going to be terrible. Terrible. What indicate they don't have shooters, man? They're going to be playing in. They're going to be playing in zero space. Well, one, Gerald Green is do you, do you the best that? offensive player in the history of the world. Do you trust that? He's scared. I, right now I do. Talk to me in the middle of the season where he's throwing up one for 16. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I wish the audience could see you. As Jack is saying that, he's taking his hat off. He's, like, wiping sweat off his forehead. He's <laughs> thinking of the idea of having to depend on Gerald Green. The thing is, I think, here's the thing. To be major contenders, I don't even think they're major contenders right now, but I think they could be and they should be mid-season. But, I mean, Pat Riley doesn't have many assets, but he can make a move. There's, like, pieces to be had. I think it just takes a small addition to, like... It takes a small addition to get them to the point where they're, like, serious contenders, I think. I think they just need maybe a wing defender or a shooter... I mean, like, and that could be found in the D League, even. It could be found from like Tyler Johnson yeah, if he like surprises. I don't think those things are on trees. Those wing, def- those those three and D guys. Like, I'm just saying it could be found. I'm saying there's yeah, always I mean, trades to be had at the deadline. You could find like Tabo Savalosha is not like he's not untouchable. There's guys like that. No, I'm not saying necessarily him, but like those level players. You know who they can be. Whatever happened to Michael Petrus? Because he would have been perfect. Do you remember? No, do you remember? Guys, yeah, I know. I know who he is. He disappeared. Can you guys hear me? Where did he go? We can hear you. But yeah, Harrison, okay. you're not doing radio right. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to pretend that we never lost connection with you. What? We didn't lose but I just, wa- I just wanted to. I just wanted to make sure that I'm back in. <laughs> you just come in with a hot take, and that's your conf- That's our confirmation that you're. There. I think Michael Petrus is dead. If you wanted, no, I'm kidding. I think. Whoa, I, think whoa. Uh, I was about to Google. I was like, what? No, 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 no. I think um, I think he just played for France in the. He, he spelled his name fe- weird. Mikhail Pietrus. Pietrus. Uh, but he's long gone, man. I, I don't like I don't like how you diss uh, Damari Carroll. Then you think we should have Michael Pietrus. I, no, I love Mike. I loved Michael Pietrus. He plays for Puerto Rico. Wow, how the mighty have fallen. We should bring Michael Beasley back. He'd turn us into contenders. Yo, I, I, I'm going to play that take on there. Legitimate question. Are we doing the Michael Beasley thing again? Because I, I really hope so. I hope so. It's, I think it's a for a stretch of time, he was very good. 
defensively. He was pretty fun defensively. And he was terrible offensively, which was for like a stretch. unique first for a stretch. No, for stretch. Like, he was as good as Kawhi For most Leonard. of it he was awful. Well he's I'm still as good as Kawhi Leonard. I know, but uh, like here's the thing. For like his ten day contracts, he was legitimately good defensively. He's a ten day. He just couldn't hit a shot. And then he like dropped off obviously. Like he went back to being Michael Beasley being lost on the floor. Can we talk but about like he was locking down boogie and crunch time. I mean, I, don't, I think that was an anomaly. Can we do a, can we do ten day contract Hall of Fame? He's great. Because I think Beasley is like first ballot ten day contract Hall of Fame. I, Tyler Johnson would do pretty good. Jeremy Lin first first ballot Hall of Famer in the ten day contract. Hassan Whiteside also. You you got a good Chris you got a good Anderson. team going. Good ten day. This is a solid group I have. Chris Anderson was a <laughs> championship thing ten day. Huh? Oh, Chris right. Anderson was. was those that championship winning ten day. We have our backup. You think Michael Peters was ever on a ten day? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just, why Michael Peters? It's I don't so know, dumb. Because it's like I remember at one point he just became like available. And like the Raptors got him, and I was like, oh, because he was like he was like helping on the Celtics, and then the Raptors got him, and then like he just kind of disappeared, and then now he's in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, and Guayabora. Guayabos? <laughs> and I don't, you're the one who speaks Spanish. Come on, man. I, know, man. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know. Uh, I, I think. And with a Y, and I'm scared. Yeah, I thought I thought the Beasley thing was gonna happen at the end of last year. They had him on the really cheap option, but obviously something happened where they're just thinking we need to be done with this guy. That's it, man. Three times is the charm. Um, you know, he'll just enjoy scoring 30 points a game in China, and that's that's just how how it'll go. It'll, yeah. Unfortunately, Beasley's dead to the Heat, so we move on. I feel like something happened like towards the end of the season that just like completely tore them apart. Like the way Ethan Skolnick talked about it, the way like Beasley posted on Instagram that one time, it just seemed like that relationship had like finally come to its end. Like he did something or the heat did something to piss him off. I could, I, I, mean, could, probably see, Beasley, I could see, I could see Beasley getting drunk and like hitting on all the players wives in one night. Um, what and they, doing to Beasley? I don't know about that. Beasley's Come a good on. guy. He's just immature. Okay, well, fun people get drunk and make mistakes. That's kind of how it works. Hold on, you missed the joke. You're like, well, fun people get drunk and hit on people's wives. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, okay, I mean, I'm going to stick with my hot takes over here. I realize I'm on the island alone, but um, yeah, I'm going to, I think something like that might have happened. I mean, this show's been amazing because you accused LeBron of HGH and still wasn't the hottest take because Harrison said, that awful thing about poor Paul Millsap. <laughs> so, I think right, Michael I'm, Petrus is better than Damari Carroll. Okay, you're, you're being Mike crazy. I said it. Yeah, I'm G- Gio, I don't, seen this. I don't think you've ever watched a Hawks game from I've last season. I've watched several Hawks games. Well, you were you were obviously taking some kind kind of substance as well because that doesn't make any I'm sense. Look at let's see. This is where we end up on Heapy. We're looking at Michael Peters' basketball reference. This is how it goes. We always we. That's the rabbit hole. Man, that's I, the rabbit what's hole. What's your obsession with him? <laughs> I liked him. I thought he was cool. He was a good player. Yeah, and his in his prime, he did some things. But I don't. His prime lasted like three weeks, and then we move on to the next guy. I'm 
Here's an interesting thing that he Twitter's been up to is um this Paul. Well, this um. Paul George thing. Have you guys been paying attention to this? Like, there's like a no. section of Heat Twitter that thinks like the Pacers are gonna get sick of Paul George and then we're gonna trade like Wait, Dang for him straight up. Is this a thing? And it's great. I love it. That's <laughs> kind of. Like, I think it's part sarcastic. Like, they don't think they're just gonna give up Dang. They're, they think they're gonna like get Paul George somehow though. It's like part sarcastic, but I think some people are serious about it. And I'm is serious. There- is there a rule about people that we let into Heat Twitter? Because those people shouldn't be allowed in. Well, it's not like real Heat. It's not like like regular Heat Twitter. It's like those outlier people in Heat Twitter. Like it's so all they, Heat Twitter, but it's like the the other Heat Twitter. So they think Paul George is going to get mad playing the four and the Pacers are just going to like trade him away for... That's the logic. Who's yeah. the president I mean, it's either him or Melo. Who's the president of Heat Twitter? I think it's still Heat Boner. Is he, is, just, yeah, yeah, I think so. You're right. Like he's kind of stepped down. Like he's not the same as when I like joined. But yeah, he's it's he's, at, he's at the end of his uh the end of his run. At the end of his administration. Yeah. He want, did Did you see he, he wanted to write for us? Oh my God, that'd be the greatest thing ever. No, it's not true. You know how amazing that would be. Well, I, don't I got so excited serious. when I read that. Hold on, wait. This isn't this isn't NBA related. But I just read a tweet that EJ Manuel becomes the first starting quarterback to lose in three different countries. I saw that too. That is but, hilarious. You know, magical quarterback that is so- <laughs> Oh God, Spoon. He blocked me for like no reason. He blocked me for very good reasons. And then he and then he unblocked me and I'm like, I'm not gonna follow you again. You should. I, I, whatever, guys. Twitter's I, more fun when you're following no, me. I like I gotta, him. I gotta I be like honest him. with you, I sometimes go peek at his Twitter and see the ridiculous things he says. Oh, I didn't do it. It's hilarious. I think he makes a lot of sense. I don't no, really he understand. Doesn't. Yeah, he does. The only okay. things I don't really, the only things I don't really like is when he, when he says something about he always jokes about being abused by his dad. That's not funny. Like that's not funny. I I must have missed those tweets. No, every, there's always like what, what if I if it's like if I tried to ride my bike, my dad kicked me down the stairs. It's like all right, that's not funny. That's oh, not okay, yeah, like he's like tough, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't make you tough. That just means like you. No, but that's what he's psychology. trying to convey. That is <laughs> like he's not the this generation. Yeah, no, is so soft listening go, to Drake. You should you should go talk to someone because if you're if you're being thrown down the stairs, you need a new home and and other parents. You know, that's <laughs> I think that's more of what you should be doing. Not saying oh, I'm so tough. I got thrown down the stairs. He's so he's blamed like box score watching on Drake. Like multiple times, I feel like <laughs> he's like the modern generation listens to Drake and watches box scores, and Drake is the problem with that. Like Drake is rapping about, "Hey, don't actually watch the game. It's QB wins." Blah blah blah. Oh, man. Uh, all right, that made me laugh. Poor Drake. <laughs> We've sideswiped uh, Drake and Spoon. Hey. Yeah, but the- I'm a Drake man. fan now. So. What? Drake, kind of. Drake dancing was funny, man. That was hilarious, and I don't even know where that that. It's ruined that song for me, though. I don't even know what song it is. It's his new. I don't either. I just I laughed. Hotline Blake. I, I just remember one I day laughed. waking up to the tennis rat to the tennis one. Yes, yes, the I tennis like, one is, is the is best. This? Yeah. He can't be serious, uh, is he? It doesn't seem like he's serious. the The issue is, I think he's serious, and that kind of bothers me. But if it's like, hey, look at me, I'm Drake, I'm stupid, then I'm all with it. But 
I got Some yelled at for making fun of Drake on air at um, at WRGP, the student station at FIU. My co-hosts were like, "What's wrong with Drake?" I'm like, "There's a lot wrong with Drake." I think you can like Drake, but like saying stuff like "What's wrong with Drake?" is kind of silly. Exactly. Like, you, they, know, you know what? You, know what's Jack, wrong with you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. That was it. That's Drake is kind of like David Blatt. I feel like. Um, did oh, you no, see no, wait, David Blackwell? Black like, are you serious with yourself right now? Did you hear? Like, what are you said? really being that? Did you hear what he the said? The president. Yes, thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Harrison, do you know? Yeah, I, he's a really interesting guy. Like, he seems he seems like someone who should lack confidence, right? Just like looking at him and his demeanor, he just seems like someone who would not be that confident. And well, then he for, comes out with these ridiculous humble brags. And you're like, David audience, Blatt, shut your face. For the audience, David Blatt said, um, "I'm playing in front of President Obama." I've been in front of some presidents in other parts of the world, actually. It just seems like he says stuff like... What It, it seems like it should... It would be a thing that somebody would say sarcastically, but you're like, oh, is, he's serious. Like, he said that genuinely. He's just that guy. He's, he's weird. No, and you know, like, and I understand, like, you know, Cavs Twitter gets really defensive about him, and I'm like, how could you defend that? I mean, he's funny. Like, it's funny. I, like, I like having him around. Attitude, he's and I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know. He's. I thought it would change this year. I thought he'd like get used to things and be like, oh, I shouldn't say these like clearly stupid things. Like, but you can't defend that. Like, get out of here. Like, you're kind of a jackass. He. Yeah, more than kind of. And I like guys that are jackass. Like, don't get me wrong. But like, you have to like. Let's call a spade a spade. It's concerning. Like, I just if you if this is just like one big character he's playing, like that's great, and I love him. But I think he's serious. Like every time he says something again, I'm, I just get worried for him. Uh, he's definitely he's definitely serious. He's not playing a character. Like, I guess being in Europe and winning championships and whatever he's, and then now he's in LeBron and made it to the finals in his first year. He just thinks. He thinks his shit don't stink, and it stinks, David Blatt. It stinks. We've gone a whole 30 minutes, and we haven't talked about Whiteside. Who? <laughs> that's, that's he Twitter's deity. I don't know. There's a section of it where it's like pushback to Whiteside hype. It's like, hey, Whiteside actually sucks. Wait, so sucks don't get hyped for him. He sucks now? Some people are like, hey we shouldn't give him a max contract. I was like, that's not the argument right now. It's like, wait for this season. Yeah, like, what, how do you make that determination? How do you, how do you pick one way or the other now? I don't know. Did you see the 538 thing? His like comparisons were ridiculous. Well, I remember doing a story on him last year and I remember the numbers that jumped out at me were like contested rebound percentage and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, I don't think that'll change. Like, that's what he's good at. And I don't think that that like, I don't understand why people are worried that that'll go away. What was the 538 piece? It was that um, those player comparison things where you typed in a player's name and like compare them to like different players. Based and there's all a bunch of scrubs who are playing in like Europe right now. But like it was based off of what? Like based off of like statistics or something. It was 538. It's based off of like metrics. I don't know numbers. I don't do numbers. It was confusing. Too many. It was like I, it like put your player in a category. Numbers. What do you mean you don't do numbers? Numbers are the best. It said Wade was um like just a average role player. Dragic and um, Bosch were average starters, and like put your player in a category. It was weird. 
Like it compared um, Wade to 2013 Kobe, I think. Was that was that so. the article that said we were going to finish like three or four games under 500 or something? No, I think that was a different one. 538 pisses me off. Is basically what say too many numbers. Your team? No, too many numbers. Numbers are good. I mean, I don't know. No, numbers what are doing. bad. I mean, I'm Charles Barkley. Boss is not an average. So- wow, you're like wow. I hate you. I hate my co-host. I feel so alone now. Well, actually, the one the one that Harrison brings up kind of was annoying, though, because it said we were going to finish, like, one win better than we did last year. I was like, how is that possible? Unless, like, the AAA, like, legitimately blows up. What's that actually happen when we come back at the end of the season? With our luck recently, I don't, like, I wouldn't be that surprised. Last season was funny because, like, bad things just kept happening. You were like, oh, yeah, you know, of course, bad things are going to keep happening. I feel like we've paid off our debt, though. For the big three, yeah. Unless we just have four years of this. I don't know. Just like throwing out throwing out numbers, I think the Heat are a fifty win team this year. I don't I don't really see them going below that. But yeah, you don't I mean, see them going below that. I, I think I, I think forty five. Can't see that team struggling to score on some not nights. A, not at all. Oh no. my god, we're we're watching different things. I think Dragic is going to take a while to get conditioned to where he looks like the guy we paid money to. He's going to get off to a slow start because he admittedly, like, didn't touch a basketball this summer. And I don't blame him because, like, he had a kid. No, sports and is what life. What do I know about that? Ball yes. is life. You should be watching tape. God damn it, Goran Dragic. Don't take care of your kid. Screw the family. You have responsibilities. No, I really, I think the, I think for a few weeks it's going to be a little, but I don't, I mean, I think that he will be fine. I, I think 50 wins. If it's not 50, it's going to be real close. I don't think it's going to be, like, Oh, I think it's going to be close to 50. I'm just saying I think it's, like, 48 is what my guess is right now. All right, but so I wouldn't I be surprised gonna, if it's anywhere from 45 to 55, okay, which well, 55 is high. I hate I was this. Gonna say, you have no was, idea what they're going to win. I hate this. I hate predictions. Well, no, we don't know. Except me, I know. They're going to win exactly right, 48. Right, no, Sean Carl, you hate, you hate stuff. What, it, what do you want to talk about? Matt, I would love to talk about the anime I just finished, but like, we're, this is a sports podcast. Okay, if I you ever bring about, up that... I no. can talk about the basketball no. anime I'm watching. It's Kuroku's Basket. It's really good. No. Okay. There's like There's, a point guard, like, but nobody notices him, and he like has the best passes in the world. He's, it's, he's so dope. That's the last time I asked you what you want to talk about ever. Or sound euphonia. It's about these lesbians and okay. it was amazing. All right, all right, you're done. You want to talk about? You want I'm to talk the about host. Son, Damn it! You want to talk about Hassan Whiteside? I think, <laughs> I think if Whiteside is anywhere near, uh, well, obviously if he's near the level he was last year, he's going to get a max contract. Whether the Heat want to pay it or not, someone else will. Because Tristan Thompson just made bank for the Cavs, so that's going to be the contract that they compared to, and he is basically. He can play defense, but he has no offensive skill set. Nothing like what Whiteside can do. I've so a lot of guys that cover the Cavs, and they think that that's a good deal, and they think that he's going to get better and better and better. So I don't. I don't hate the deal. But like, like Harrison, you're trashing it, and like I've talked to people that say he's getting better offensively, and he'll only get better. I, oh, I don't. I don't. I don't, I, don't uh, I don't have a problem with Tristan Thompson. I think he's a good basketball player, and you, I think you have a problem with uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I think. Hold on. And I think Love getting hurt really showed like how important he was to that team because they really developed a defensive identity that helped them get to the finals and helped them uh, win two games in the finals. The problem is that he is limited offensively. I don't see him getting that much better offensively. I'm, I know he can improve certain things. And that's a that's a huge contract. So you understand that DeAndre when you're looking, Jordan is also a limited offensive player. 
Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So you're seeing these contracts these guys are getting, and you see what Whiteside can do, both offensively and defensively. And if you don't think he's getting a max contract, you're insane. He's going to get the max contract from someone if the Heat don't want to pay it. Someone else is going to give him the max money. And the, I saw figures that the cap's going up, I think, to $95 million next year, which is $6 million higher than they originally projected. So, I mean, Whiteside's going to make bank. So if I the would- Heat don't want to... Pay. He's not allowed to receive the full max either, is he? Because he hasn't been in the league long enough. No, he's Something not. with the CBA makes his max. Well, that's that's what I that's what I was wondering. I I wish he wasn't so injury prone because that could be an interesting offer that he could say, take this one year deal. I think that his one year whatever could would only be six mil next year, and then the year after they could offer him a full five year bird right max because they'd have his bird rights after the third year, um, and that's. Uh, an option they could dangle in front of him. I just don't think he's going to take that low of money. He looked like the type to trust. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know which uh, what part you're asking. Like not particularly, but I it's, I, I, it's think, I think Hassan's about that cash. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. I don't blame him either. He should go get it. Go get it, guy. No, the cash is important, but like. Following him on Snapchat, he's kind of a ridiculous person. No, no, he's the best person. No, he's great. I love it. But it's also he's he's on those little um those like hoverboard type things, and he's just like dancing to rap music all around. And like you're just enjoying life. You're great. Just keep doing what you're doing. He's a more menacing Javale McGee. (laughs) He's flexing. He's he's always flexing. And he he's earned it. He spent like what two years in Lebanon or whatever. He's living the life right now. He's in Miami. He's a star in Miami. He can flex whenever he wants. He can do whatever he wants, man. I don't care. I remember last year, uh, Tony Fiorentino was like getting mad at him for flexing after and once. Was like, let him do whatever he wants, coach. I I think the like attitude thing is a legitimate issue, but like it's also I don't care as much like nearly as much as other people do. Like some people are like, oh. We really have to keep his ego in check. It's like as long as he's like working, which it looks like he is, I don't care. Like I thought, like his temper was less of an issue than people made it out to be. Like it came up a lot, but or not as much as people seemed to think it did. I don't know. I just remember watching, and he was dominating games, and that's all I care about. And maybe he tackled like two players. Yeah, it was at that game. That was a good game when he tackled Alex, Alex Glenn, Glenn on Phoenix. Yeah. That was the best <laughs> that, game of the season. That was but that's really, like totally an Alonzo Mourning move, so who cares? Like, Alonzo Mourning would have totally done that, and I'm fine with it. Like, I don't think Alonzo would have done it like that. I, well, maybe not like that, but, like, he would have kicked somebody's ass, too, and he, he has. The Olenic he, thing was bad. The Olenic thing was bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but Olenic's, Jack- like, proven to be a dickwad, and I don't feel sorry for him. Actually, I didn't even watch that game. I had to watch, like, the replay of that game, like, knowing what had happened. Which game? The, the, uh, the boss? The Olenic thing. I, like, I think I was out of town, and I didn't have my phone, and I turned on my phone right after that game, and Heat Twitter was exploding, and everybody was so, so upset. And I thought Whiteside had died. Like, I thought he had, like, murdered a person on the floor. And I was like, oh, he just, like, tackled Kelly Olenek. Who cares about Kelly Olenek? Yeah, I mean, uh, Jack, Jack, for me, I think everyone wants this, like, humble superstar, right? But the humble superstars really, they really bother me. Like, yes. the Derrick Roses and Unless the Unless you're Chris Bosh and you're just, like, like, legitimately, like, humble. Yeah, like, you're, you're clearly genuine. 
Like, yeah. Bosch isn't even humble. He's just, like, real, and he doesn't no, but care. This, with, with the Derek Rose and the Kevin Durant, like, those guys bother me because I know it's just an act. It's well, not Durant, a real thing. Durant has had a shift in this to this uh, to take from the commercials. The not nice Durant, like, there's been a shift with him. <laughs> right. He's but, so, like, but that's like an act conscious too. of his media, like, his image, though. And that bothers me. Which is fine. You have to be. But, like, he's also... He comes off as, like, disingenuous, and I'd rather have a guy who's just a total asshole. Listen, I'd rather have the guy that's next to him. a really nice guy. The guy that's next to him is the man. Oh, Westbrook's great. Personality-wise, like, I'd take his personality over Durant's all day. And not saying Durant's not a nice guy. It's just, it's very, like, fabricated. Like, his whole image thing. He has the whole, like, marketing team working on everything he says. It all seems, like, super calculated, which is Wait, fine. Can- it just rubs me the wrong way. I don't think Can, he's, you think he's calculated? No, well, I mean, not like in a, like, Not like menacing. LeBron. Well, LeBron's calculated, but you have to be at that level. It just rubs me the wrong way. That's why, like, guys like Bosch and stuff are great. Why does Dwayne because... ever get mentioned? Uh, like, because Dwayne used to be that guy that we're talking about, and now I think... But that's what happens when Dwayne's you... pretty real. You don't think, you don't think Dwayne's pretty real? He's kind of real, but, like, he's also – he's less Kevin Durant than, less, than LeBron, like – but nobody's really real. I think Bosch is one of the few, like, maybe legitimately genuine athletes that's, just, like, like, a legitimate superstar. Yeah, and uh, they're, they're open, but, yeah, I think – I think Bosch is the example of the guy you always like to interview because he's 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 passionate. He's got interest in a ton of other things. He's going to tell you exactly how it is, whether it's good, bad, somewhere in between. These other guys just, yeah, I, I don't want. That's why I'm fine with Whiteside. He, listen, he's got to be egotistical. He he was he made it to the NBA, then got kicked out for his attitude. Went to around all these other countries where he played ball. Now he's back in one of the one of the best cities to live, playing basketball. Um, let him be egotistical. Like, no, he can't be tackling dudes on the court, and he can't be, um, he can't be costing the team, uh, you know, vict- <laughs> victories. But let him be, you know, let him be who he is. That's kind let of white side is. be white side. Yeah, let white side flourish. That's the thing, though. Is it's not that Kevin Durant's like a particularly bad guy. It's just like I don't want. Like, I'm sure he's a very great guy, and, like, I kind of know that. He is definitely a great guy. But the same thing is, like, he's definitely put himself – I don't know that for a fact, but, like, everything I've heard, he's a great guy. And I'm not doubting that at all. But, like, he's put himself into a mold that, like, a bunch of other athletes are encouraged to, like, put themselves into. Where it's, like, the same, like, boring guy, quote machine. I want my athletes to be different than everyone. just so uh, I sat next to Kevin Durant's. Oh, sorry. No, keep. No, I'm done. I, I wish I could see you guys, and then I would stop cutting you off. But um, I I sat next to Kevin Durant's brother during Game Five of the 2012 Finals, and super nice guy. And I told him before the game, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be really obnoxious. I'll try not to say anything really bad." And he, he was like, "No, no, no. You support your team. Don't worry about it." And then he shook my hand at the end of the game. It was he was a really nice dude. He looked just like Kevin Durant, just a lot bigger. He looked like he had eaten Kevin Durant. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's bigger than Kevin Durant, just not. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely a tall guy. He's obviously fat. not as tall. Call, he was a he was a bigger dude. He was a bigger dude. Fat people know they're fat. I know I'm fat. But 
you don't have just because you're bigger than Kevin Durant doesn't mean you're fat. That's like anybody is bigger than Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's a stick. What the hell's that noise? That's a chair. That's my bad. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Wait, can can we talk about how ridiculous it was that Gerald Green got fined for something that people do every single day in oh NBA games? That was that legitimately upsetting. I thought that was so stupid. Was pretty, it, I, I was surprised that he hadn't gotten fined. What? No, I was surprised. Like he pulled out an was, he pulled out an imaginary assault rifle. LeBron, LeBron did that LeBron's in the finals, and it was thing. way more elaborate. The same thing. <laughs> yeah. Le- so LeBron like pulled Russell. his out. He cocked it. He shot it. He like emptied the clip. He reloaded it, and then put it back in his <laughs> pocket. Amazing. It was super elaborate. He did that happen? in the final. I need the gif. I saw it. I, it's I somewhere. It. It's somewhere on my. Man, yeah, it's somewhere that guy, on that guy's Twitter. Great. That's awesome. And then Russell Westbrook no, cool. puts the gun like back in the holster. Oh no, yeah, Russ. I know Russ. And Dirk does it. And then every announcer and uses. Does it. I mean, the, probably the most uh, the most recognizable call in basketball right now is bang. Like everyone knows that that's Mike Breen. So it doesn't sound like Mike Breen at all. Okay, well that was the best I could do in short notice. Really so bad just impression. rebound, Bosh. Back out to Allen. <laughs> bang. His three yeah. See, mine's better. <laughs> they should anyway. The legacy T-shirt. Jack, Jack, how much? Oh my! Yo, that came out of nowhere. That what was that like a midnight release that they did on Twitter? What I was so confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took the opportunity to promote the website while everybody was paying attention to Twitter. Yeah, I saw. That. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> here's here's my chance. <laughs> Oh, can we talk about how savage the Basketball Town shirt is? Because that was amazing. I love that. It's just such a, like, it's such an obvious shot at, like, the Dolphins. And it's wonderful because the Dolphins deserve to be dissed any chance they get. Because the Dolphins, like, Steven Ross was taking shots at the Heat organization earlier. So, I mean, the Heat actually have, like, ammo to fire back because they're a successful organization and people like them. So nobody's going to get mad at the Heat talking shit about the Dolphins. For those of you who are also Dolphins fans, I have a confession to make. I Fuck the Dolphins. Let's bring this back to basketball. I am a Dolphins fan. However, I want them to lose because I want to be right about Dan Campbell. I've never felt that way in my life. No, stop. Dan Campbell's like Don Shula. I hate Man, that guy. Better. Man Campbell? What's your, what's your issue with Man Campbell? I want, to, I want to be right. What did you say? What do you want to be right about? That he's not going to make a difference. He okay, did listen, make a difference. Is, He's already, this, he already has. You're already wrong. Yeah, th- yeah. Hold on. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. watching the video of LeBron. This is amazing. I know. It's super it's, it's, elaborate, right? Game like, three he of the finals. He's practiced it. Awesome. Way to go, LeBron. Okay. No, it's here's, cool. here's how I feel about Man Campbell. Um, he's a very he's an excellent motivator. So that's already what does something that have to he's. Do with anything. What are you talking about? How do we say that the coach? You're basically saying that coaching doesn't matter by saying that the guy is a master motivator. I'm not saying that coaching doesn't matter. I'm just saying that I think that like all these guys are kind of the same. Okay, so ready. Well, they're quite important. And really not though, because look at Philbin and look at Campbell. And but like then one team. You what? You think that these guys are motivated? Like you think they're going out there? Not like you think Dwayne Wade's going out there saying, "I'm not going to try today." But you tell him some pretty words. Did you see Bosch's quote? Bosch said it exactly. If you don't create a culture where you're working hard, people get like stagnant. Like it doesn't. Culture matters as much yeah, as like, it sounds. You all sound like Spoon. 
it I mean, sounds silly, but it clearly does. True. Though, like, why do you think really a motivation I factor? Think, I don't think it matters. Every business has like, it building exercise. Yeah, of course it matters. I don't. I mean, listen. Let, I don't think we're gonna win on Thursday, but I oh, also are. think that this, I also think this team is a lot better because they're just doing simple things. They're they made they put in the right tackle who can actually or the right guard who can actually block. Billy Turner's been on the bench for two years for some stupid reason. Um, it sounds like you've been waiting for this moment to just unleash your Dolphins opinion. Oh, you didn't see last night? I, I was up till three in the morning and I You're couldn't so sleep. So ready. I, I just released five straight dolphin tweets about how stupid Harrison, Philbin was. Harrison, you were so ready. I just because I can't understand it. What we had that stupid coach for four years, and he couldn't figure out that running the football opens up the passing game, that, and Tannehill's I, really good on the play action. I, I would like to add, and I actually want to, I want to move this back to basketball, even though I love wandering, um, because this is a topic I, I have been wanting to talk about. Is your does, nickname Moses? Does Spo have job security outside of the ownership? Like, like I, I mean, like, has he bought himself that he won't be questioned by the fan base? Oh, no. He's already, like, been questioned. It depends what fan base you mean. Like, like, fan bases aren't, like, completely homogeneous. Well, like, like nobody's questioning what Greg Pop. Like, nobody's ever going to blame Greg Popovich in San Antonio. I don't know. Some people are crazy, but, no, but he's not Greg Popovich. You know what I mean. He's not Rick Carlisle, but he's right there with them. But like he's right below them. I mean, Gio, what's your question? If this season goes poorly again and there's not as many injuries to blame, do we start looking at Spo? Is yeah, that like, what your question has, has is? He bought himself enough that the fan base won't turn and point the finger. Because I, I was it. thinking about this with the Dolphins. Because like but, they keep having this revolving door of coaching, and Spo did have a turbulent time, but. I think we all agree that he's good at what he does. But it was also clear that it wasn't his fault. And, like, when has it been no, clear? Jack, or when has it – when has Philbin looked like – when have they struggled and been like, oh, it's obviously not Philbin's Jack, fault? I don't and think, when I have the Heat struggled? The big nine and eight. Like, there were so, – Well, that's different when we did question him. But he's also – since then, he's gone to four straight finals and won two championships. Like, he's not that coach anymore. He's improved since then. He's clearly improved. He did. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Gio, that's that's a really long time ago, man. Like, that's – that was uh, – that was – I mean, that season was still that, – that will be the most ridiculous season that's ever occurred in the NBA. The pressure that was on the heat, the coverage. I mean, did you see what just came out today? There was an article saying that if the Cavs start slow, it's no big deal. They would have never said that oh, in oh the second – they, you know what they <laughs> – I mean, at the second season after we lost to the Mavs, they were like, is this over? Should we trade Bosch? Is it time to move on? After we beat the you, you Thunder, mean, there was an article, should we trade Bosch? You mean the first season? Like, yeah. No, the no. second season when we won the championship, there was still an article, should we trade Bosch? No, I was talking about beating Somebody the Mavs. asked that right after the Heat won the championship. No, but I'm saying I'm saying if you compare both, if you compare the first season of the Heat coming into the second compared to the Cavs also making the finals losing in the second year. <laughs> I mean, these articles saying, "Oh, don't worry," we didn't have a "don't worry." <laughs> we had a you know freak the hell out. But do you think Spo has bought himself with the fan base at least with them like good grace enough that like what I'm saying he won't get Gio, as long as long as we don't Not miss, as long as, but as long as we don't miss the playoffs, we're fine. Um. We're not looking to get rid of Spo. There aren't that. Listen, I you know I have my complaints about Spo. I always do. You there do? aren't them. 
Yeah, but there aren't that many coaches that are better than him in the NBA either. So there's no reason to look elsewhere when you have something that's perfectly good and he's good at his job. Do you guys want to feel old? Depends. The Heat won their first championship ten seasons ago. Yep, thank you. Wow. I feel I feel I feel old. I feel old, man. That was a decade ago. Oh crap. I just saw Edinson Volquez's dad just died right before he starts game one. Wait, what? Edinson Volquez's father just passed away. He's going to go play? Yeah, I think so. he's, he's supposed to start. That's terrible. I don't know. I just saw it. That's bad. Okay, break. sorry. Wow. That was a Debbie Downer well, moment. Why, I'm really why sorry. Why would you do that? We're, we're, this is the first podcast <laughs> of the launch. We're having fun. We're talking about Spo. You yelled at me for about liking anime, and then you bring it down. Trashed, I just listen when stuff pops up on Twitter. I just you know I discovered that. Well, you you, you trash man Campbell. You know that you can order pub subs online. I just learned this. When how do you not know that? Huh? I, I don't live in a public area, so don't rub it in my face. Oh my god, have you ever had one? Well, yeah, I lived in. I used to live in Florida, and I still like go to Florida. It's not that I've never been to Florida. I just don't live there. That's so sad. Like, I've had a pub sub. It just makes oh, wait, me have, sad. Have you yeah, guys had the Dolphin? Have you had the Dolphin, the Miami Dolphin I heard pub it sub bad. yet? No, I heard it was good. I haven't had it. You, I mean, I've heard mixed reviews then. What's your sub? You're the only good review I've heard. The Down chicken here? tender one. Huh? Yeah, chicken tender's the best, and then the... I like uh, the mojo pork. That one's mojo good, and so good. is the... Um, Jamaican jerk turkey sub, whatever that one is. That one's good that they made. I'm going to say... I go to Las Patas a lot more than I go to Publix. Me too, but I like I like my market in Delhi better than Las Patas. You clearly live in Broward. Okay, I live down here in Kendall. Ugh, Kendall. Whoa, what do you mean, ugh, Kendall? We both nah, live in Broward. It's just, it's just so far. I'll fucking fight you. I love Kendall. I love my <laughs> suburb. I, I love me and my volleyball course. I'll fucking fight all of you. <laughs> all right, this doesn't need to get violent. No, I'm not it doesn't. At me, bro. <laughs> right, we're... I'm I'm doing it in person. That's my favorite thing, like ever, when people go at me on Twitter. <laughs> <It's always funny. laughs> at me, bro. At me, bro. All right, guys. So we've been going for a while. It's close to an hour. We have basketball to watch. Um, I do want to thank both of you on the podcast personally for all you've done, helping the website relaunch. Um, for those who haven't seen it, heatbeatmiami.com. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. We good. We got stories coming up. We are doing yeah. sports different. I have an article coming out Thursday, um, kind of, even though both my co-hosts think I'm crazy, that the Heat have a very good chance to make the finals in the East, so look out for that. You. I think you're crazy. Oh, okay. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> okay. It'll, it'll be crazy good. crazy with the audience. I will give you a bit of what I'm what I've been taking, so Zach, you, you can wanna, have some you too. Preview, you want to preview what you have up this week, or? Um, well, definitely. After the first game, I'll be basically talking about that first game and what it means for the rest of the season. Um, what we can expect, what we can take from the first game, and project onto the rest of the season. And I mean. That's it. Yeah, that's it for now. This season's going to be exciting, and for all of you, keep. We'll be doing the podcast 
every week on Wednesday. I believe the day is going to be. We'll fluctuate. We'll do Wednesday or Tuesday so we can get as many people in the podcast rotation as possible. But it's going to be around those days. So always uh, look out for us on at MIA Heatbeat, at Giannavas103. You guys want to give out your Twitter handles? At Alfonso Hoops. And mine is at uh, H-L-C-Y-T-R-Y-N. Weird ass. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. You guys stay tuned for next week's Heat Beat. And actually, we're going to have a special weekend edition uh, to talk Cavs Heat, hopefully with a Cavs guest that I'm trying to book. So hopefully that will happen. It will be Brian's podcast debut because he felt left out today. So we're doing a weekend one. So that's how I placate my partner. Throw him under the bus. All right, audience. Later. <laughs>